Welcome to my podcast ritual. This is Janya Wongsopha. Each Monday, I honor the energy flow of the moon cycle and share ways we can tune into the seasonal rhythm of our intuitive body. You are invited to dance in harmony with what is seen above, sensed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. How was your first week of the Cancer season? The end of the Gemini season, right before the summer solstice brought a strong heat wave to the Bay Area of the indigenous Ohlone land where I live. But the first week of the cancer season, which was last week, brought more clouds and moisture in the sky, and we have been enjoying thick marine layer each morning so far, early in the morning. In particular, the week ended with me giving my neighbor Laura some ripe peaches, and she gave us half of a peach pie that she baked from the peaches I gave her. So that was just so lovely. It's just a lovely way to end the first week of the cancer season. It was um, super delicious. The pie was as a Sunday breakfast. <laughs> Both me and my my partner um, really enjoyed it, and I topped it up with a, a spoonful of vanilla ice cream. So it was really decadent. I also had a super yummy time at. The online monthly intuitive yoga circle last Saturday. We had a sweet gathering and a practice of gentle and super delicious um, yin yoga, just as delicious as the peach pie. Yeah, largely a yin practice, so it was a yin based. Practice. I created a sequence to support the sensitive Cancerian aspect in each of us, and my heart felt full. Thank you all who showed up to the practice with me, Lucio, Anne, Julie, Anushe, Rebecca, Rita. And Claire, I have been reading this book called "The Smell of the Rain on Dust: Grief and Praise" by Martine Prechtel, and I shared this book with my Patreon members at the monthly online intuitive yoga last Saturday. It's about grief and it's about praising those loved ones or loved conditions that we have lost along the journey of living our lives. 
And the more we love them, the more we can praise them through grieving for them. It's one of the most poetic, beautiful book I have ever read. It is also deeply soulful and eye-opening. It will turn you inside out and upside down at least a little bit. It totally um, is doing that for me. It made me realize how modern humans are so out of sync, me included, with our feeling body and each other and the high cost of unnurtured and unexpressed grief on our health and the ecological health of this planet. I think every adult who has experienced a deep loss of any kind can benefit from reading this book. There is a paragraph from the book that I would like to share with you now. If we try to see our entire lives in one broad sweep, what becomes obvious is that in every stage of a normal existence, just when we begin to feel expert and comfortable, that is exactly when the nature of life's restless heart forces us to move completely out of that previously comfortable era into one in which we are hopelessly inexpert. In every stage, it is as if we have to learn how to live all over again. Though normal and unavoidable, often these natural life changes can be experienced as deep losses, the grief of growing from child to adolescent or giving up adolescence to become a man or woman or from having parents to losing our parents or the grief of raising children who are golden, original, mind-boggling, beautiful spirits who become teenagers who hate us and want to get as far away from us as possible, or the grief of watching these same kids become adults as limited, afraid, and rigid as we are, or how we change from revered living idols into frail, forgotten heroes who no longer have the strength to lift the hoe or catch the cow, etc., are just a few of the stages of living filled with grief that are totally expected. I had order 
two books from this author. His other book hasn't arrived yet. I am quite certain that it will be deep and eloquent and majestic, something totally worth uh, my time. And yes, time, grief takes time, pleasure takes time, heartfelt feeling and healing takes time. Do you know who has no time for all these things that truly worth our time? It's the giant time machine. It's the giant clock that keeps on ticking called capitalism. If you want to make more capitals, you need to move faster at less time. At least that is the promised. For a lot of us stuck in this humongous time machine, me included, we can't seem to move ahead no matter how fast and how hard we drive our bodies. Where When we work for the machine, our bodies don't actually belong to us. They belong to the machine. They belong to those who run the clock, those who set the timer. We work for the hourly rate. They rate us. They time us. They extract from our bodies. There is no place for the heart. It's no space or time for grief, for pleasure, or for healing. My invitation to you is to get into the timeless nature of your body and of the natural world. Expose your body to the photosynthesis of green leaves and wondrous flowers so you can get into timelessness get into the regenerative process of nature, into the theta frequencies. Here you will find the heart, the pleasure, and the healing. Here you can take the time to grieve in order to praise majestically what you have lost and express the love they and you deserve. Your health will return to you and you will help all your kin, human and more than human, to come into a more theta frequency, heart-based reality as well, just like how your plan allies help you. The more of us getting outside the capitalist time machine of rating and speeding, the greater health we can return to as our birthright, get out of numbers and get in to 
numberless feeling-based experience. A human being as opposed to a human doing. It makes sense that speed and all kinds of numbers and measurements and spreadsheets that organized us in this time machine in order to optimize time is valuable at our current time. Because right now, the logical thinking mind dominates all social systems, including the market. In the past, it was the body, the stronger and more able the body, the greater fighter and warrior a man was, and the more valuable he was. Now, as we move beyond the destruction of speed, we are moving toward the new earth where the heart is becoming the biggest value, the biggest commodity. The bigger your EQ, not IQ, the more you will be trusted and valued. We are not quite there yet, but we are already moving more and more into the greater understanding of our hearts. We are learning to honor and celebrate vulnerability, rest, pleasure, belonging, and reciprocity, and we are recognizing the heart in all matter, seeing that everything is as soulful and alive as us human. In fact, there is no others. There is only relationship, connection, and co-creative energy, the interconnection and vibration that are either in resonance or in dissonance. We are the heart beating, dancing, singing in a harmonious or disharmonious tune with all hearts in every matters. And I am not saying that the heart is more superior than the mind or the body. As we evolve more, we learn from the past and we improve upon our past circumstance to work toward a better outcome for the future. I believe that if we keep evolving instead of ending our species with the current extractive model of mental speed without regards to the heart and body, we will move from mind center, which is the air element, to heart center, which is the fire element, to soul center, which is the water element, and back to 
the body center, which is the earth element, in cyclical fashion like this, because this is how nature operates, and we are cyclical being. We are nature. To know the heart and to live our heart out, we must return to the pleasure, the true joy in the body. The heart processes all emotions in the body, and in other bodies as well, in the outside source as well. The more we allow our feeling to flow, which in Taoist medicine is health, the more we can support others' emotions through our fluidity, flexibility, and healthy boundary. We know the truth in our heart. This is healthy boundary. In Chinese medicine, the heart meridian rules our speech. When the heart is strong, we have the courage, the lion heart, to express and speak our truth. This is healthy boundary. When the heart is weak, the opposite is true. We speak to avoid conflict to please others in order to get what we want, even when what we say does not align with the truth in the heart. So we have to return to what our heart and body need. We must return to true pleasure and authentic joy. They are tonics to the heart. There are many pleasurable things. The cancer season is gifting us the abundant fruits and flowers, for example, the beautiful bright sky besides the peaches, a few figs have been ripening and I have been enjoying them in slices topped with Good milk, fromage blanc. <laughs> That's just a fancy French word for a lightly whipped cheese. And some apricots are ripening, as well as the sherry tomatoes in my garden. Nature is so, so giving and loving. There is no judgment. In nature, a tree will never say, you are not enough, you are unproductive, you are unloved, you are unworthy. Animals are curious and perhaps a bit or a lot afraid of us, but they aren't criticizing how we look or what kind of car we drive, they don't care about that. We are the only ones giving ourselves negative talks. Most humans, even in our lives, those who matter anyway, don't care what we do. They just want us to be healthy and happy. So whatever that takes, you know, it can be more rest, more sleep, more spending time, 
right? Away from work and in nature, doing nothing except pleasuring the body and the senses, right? That would be what they want. They just want us to be healthy and happy and able to be in loving relationship with them. The same exact thing that they wish for themselves and that we wish for them. And my point with all this ranting is that it's up to us to choose rest, to choose pleasure, to choose our hearts and bodies over the machine that can only give us rating and speed, that can only give us numbers and less time. And worst of all, the machine gives us disembodiment, which is the opposite of embodiment, which is the opposite of interconnectedness, of belonging, of reciprocity, of health and healing. It's up to us to choose emotional maturity and heartfelt action that leads to soulful and symbiotic relationships. How can we feed each other more pleasure? How can we support each other physical health? I think the hardest thing is to drop the long-term habits and conveniences that are in actuality inconvenient and unpleasurable, meaning stressful. For me, it's driving. I do not miss driving at all. I prefer walking so much better. And luckily, my external circumstance finally aligns with my inner pleasure thanks to the pandemic. And I know I am saying this out of a very privileged place. Right? So I don't put that same um, standard, right? this ability to live without so much driving and traveling away from my immediate locality. Right? Not a lot of people have that luxury. I used to drive from my house in San Jose to the yoga studio. I used to teach in Palo Alto five days a week. It took me 30 minutes one way. To me, that was a lot of spending time in speed on the road, away from my pets, from my home, from my plants and animal kin, and now I drive about once a month to meet with my Patreon members at 
uh, county park and nature preserve for our mini yoga retreat, which is very pleasurable for me and totally worth the 30-minute drive. I live in a small downtown area in West San Jose called Willow Glen. Here, I can walk to the farmer's market, a grocery store, a bunch of restaurants, shops, a bookstore, a library, and my bank. I still dream of living in deep nature where I can be free from toxic sound level from cars and leaf blowers and constant construction projects as well as the toxic level of bright light at nighttime. I dream of complete darkness at nighttime where the only light seen is from the moon, the planets, and the stars. But let's be real. Where I live now is plenty pleasurable. It is truly, truly convenient. The modern life is so complex that I can easily choose to feel guilty for living in a social system that allows for homelessness and migration, mass migration due to poverty and all kinds of violence. Or I can choose escapism, dreaming away for something other than what I am experiencing, drinking my life away, drowning in alcohol or other addictive substances or I can choose my condition as it is while integrating small yet impactful personal changes toward a better future for myself and for others. I think the choice is clear it's not a judgment or a criticism. It's the choice that offers maximum flexibility and pleasure. It's the outlook that supports the freedom of movement, both in my heart and mind, while deeply rooted in the physical reality. What is your choice? I honor the center in you where the entire universe circles. I honor the core in you where wisdom, love, and sovereign radiate. I honor the cycle in you where when you are in your rhythm and I am in my flow, we are one. Let's dive into this week's moon wisdom. Today is Monday, June 28th, 
this podcast episode is for June 28th to July 4th. Happy Independence Day, my fellow Americans, and let's aim for true freedom that cuts away chains of enslavement of every kind. Let's unchain ourselves from consumerism and let's celebrate nature's abundance and the body as a source of pleasure and not a productivity machine. Today's moon is in Pisces and remains in Pisces through Mars Day, Tuesday, and Mercury Day, Wednesday. The mutable water of Pisces ushers us into the dream world. Take advantage of these three days to spell out words you want to manifest in your dreams and dreams that you want to manifest in your physical reality. Last night, I had such a magical dream. I will spare you the details because there there were many. And I woke up deliciously late this morning because of it and took a leisure time processing the dream in my waking consciousness while still lying in bed. I haven't had that kind of vivid, uh, colorful, and filled with magical characters and sceneries since my childhood. The details of the dream aside, here is what I wrote down in my journal this early morning as the heart of the story uh, my dream was showing me. Connecting to the top root of Mother Tree allows you to connect to all humans who possess magic. Magical humans connect to each other and the natural world through our hearts and feelings that's it. <laughs> well, that's the exact story I have been spelling out in my waking hours, writing down in my journal, and sharing with you on this podcast. Now, the spelling got into my unconscious and blossomed as the dream. And now I am sharing my dream with you, manifesting it into my physical reality. The liver meridian is at peak function during the Pisces season, while the moon is here. And between 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., which is the end of the nighttime leading up to the dawn time, which coincides with the end of winter season when the sun is in Pisces. 
The mutable water of Pisces supports our dream time and our emotional right brain, creative action. It also supports the growth and function of the wood element of the liver meridian. When there is too much toxic words, thoughts, or spells in the mind as there is in the body, right? the toxic or unhealthy things, too much sugar, too much environmental toxins that we take in through our senses, too much deep-fried food and so on, we end up with nightmares and anxious or uh, violent dreams. Liver is our main detox organ. Spending our daytime in the magical realm of nature and surrounding ourselves with the transformative photosynthesis process of plant lives detox our bodies through rest and digest. Eating leafy, dark greens and bright colored fruits and vegetables does the same. It detoxes our body. Drinking mineral-filled spring water or herbal-infused water if you don't have access to clean, fresh spring water on a regular basis from the source and not from inside toxic plastic bottles can deeply rejuvenate the wood element of the liver meridian. Right now, for the cancer season, I have been drinking calendula-infused water, which is so soothing, and I can taste the demulcent quality um, in it. And calendula is so wonderful for healing the tissues of the body, um, especially the skin tissue. I am making oil infusion with the calendula flowers right now as well. And I have been preparing a summer herbal tonic, which includes calendula for my patron members. If you are a member, you will receive the tonic either by mail or in person in a week or two. Yay! On Wednesday night, Thursday, Jupiter Day, and Friday, Venus Day, the moon will be in Aries. These days can be intense as the cardinal fire of Aries in our emotional moon body can add to the strong heat of the summer. Please take care to cool down 
and support your lung meridian, which is at peak function during the airy season, while the moon is here and between 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., which coincides with the beginning of the spring season when the sun is in Aries. This is the dawn time of year. The beginning of spring equates the beginning of the morning or dawn time. Of the lung meridian, take care to hydrate yourself. Plenty of liquid oxygen or H2O. Um, you can take advantage of the heightened heat in your emotional body by directing it toward actions that lead you and others toward resolutions and away from friction and inflammation. The fire element of Aries support the metal element, especially when you feel intense, irritable, or angry. It's important to channel your Aries fire and passion toward true productivity instead of burning people or yourself with the fire. The lungs need both inspiration and expiration. When there is too much fire, it's like being stuck in an inhalation way too long and you literally feel explosive. You need to release it. Physical exercise is one of the best ways to release energy and tone your body into a more metal-like strength. For me, gardening and home care are the current exercise of choice and of course walking my dogs uh, more a little bit later on in the day to avoid high heat because we are in the cancer season which is all about home and family. On Saturn day and Sunday, the moon will be in Taurus. And at this point, the moon is in the waning crescent balsamic phase. And we can turn our body, heart, and mind more inward, more fully toward gentleness and sense pleasure to please our emotional moon body and the heart of all matter. Lately, I have been singing a lot as a way to soothe and pleasure myself as well as all of my kin here, my dogs, the birds, trees and plants and all inhabitants around my house. Last Saturday, I was getting super annoyed with one of my neighbors and he was running his car engine as he was fixing it and I was lying down on my belly, reading a book in the garden and I just had a hard time relaxing uh, but refusing to go inside a house as well. So I decided to sing 
to calm myself and soothe my plant and animal kin. I sang as loud as it was comfortable for me and that my neighbor could hear my voice too. After a minute or two, this little bird began to sing with me. And after five or so minutes, my neighbor stopped um, running the car engine and it was just me and the bird (laughs) singing together for a while. I actually quit um, before the bird. (laughs) So we had a beautiful time together and it made me think afterward how much I missed hearing people singing out in the field and as they walk along a dirt road in the village and small town I grew up in in the south of Thailand. Here I have never heard people sing out loud in public or even in their own yard. (laughs) I can see that it could be annoying if people start singing loudly in a crowded city. I think humming sound and singing out softly are very soothing to the heart and to every heart that can feel the vibration. The large intestine meridian is at peak function during the Taurus season while the moon is here this weekend. And as well between 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., which coincide with the mid-spring or mid-morning time of year when the sun is in Taurus. Taurus rules our throat and voice in medical astrology. Those who have a lot of the fixed earth Taurus energy are said to have beautiful and powerful voice. So this weekend, while there's a lot of loud gun and bomb-like thunderous sounds of um, fireworks, funny fireworks, firearms, they they go together. Um, Perhaps you can soothe your digestion and the ears of others with some beautiful music and or your own singing. So we come to the conclusion of this episode and here is the summary of the moon's dance and song through this week. On Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, the moon is in Pisces and bringing more of the alpha frequencies of the mutable water element to support our dreams and right creative brain function as well as the function of the liver meridian. On Thursday and Friday, the moon brings more of the theta frequencies through the cardinal fire element of Aries to support our higher brain function of meditative and reflective insight and vision to help us manifest through empowering action as well as supporting 
our lungs capacity to breathe, to lead, to inspire every cell in the body and other beings, other humans as well. On Saturday and Sunday, the moon offers more of the alpha frequencies to reconnect us back to the simple earthy pleasure of living in our physical earthly body and enjoying our earthly sense experiences. The earth element of Taurus supports the rest and digest needed for the large intestine meridian to eliminate waste, solid and energetic, so we can feel ourselves as a bright and shiny metal element of the large intestine meridian that gives rise to the beautiful resonance through our voice and all of our other sense expressions. I wish you a magical week filled with interconnectedness, synchronicity, and freedom to be your deepest, most heartfelt dreams, to be your fullest, brightest, and most colorful vibrational self. Thank you for listening. Your joy and well-being mean the world to me. If this podcast has been helpful in any way, please send me some love through the stars and review on Apple Podcast. Connect with me at Janya Wongsopa, J-A-N-Y-A-W-O-N-G-S-O-P-A dot com or become a practice member at Patreon slash Intuitive Body. Until next Monday, goodbye, lag on, and all my love. Thank you.